This is our devotional commentary for Exodus chapter 22. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. If a man steals an ox or a sheep and kills it or sells it, he shall repay five oxen for an ox and four sheep for a sheep. If a thief is found breaking in and is struck so that he dies, there shall be no blood guilt for him. But if the sun has risen on him, there shall be blood guilt for him. He shall surely pay. If he has nothing, then he shall be sold for his theft. If the stolen beast is found alive in his possession, whether it is an ox or a donkey or a sheep, he shall pay double. If a man causes a field or vineyard to be grazed over or lets his beast loose and it feeds in another man's field, he shall make restitution from the best in his own field and in his own vineyard. If fire breaks out and catches in thorns so that the stacked grain or the standing grain or the field is consumed, he who started the fire shall make full restitution. If a man gives to his neighbor money or goods to keep safe and it is stolen from the man's house, then if the thief is found, he shall pay double. If the thief is not found, the owner of the house shall come near to God to show whether or not he has put his hand into his neighbor's property. For every breach of trust, whether it is for an ox, for a donkey, for a sheep, for a cloak, or for any kind of lost thing of which one says, this is it, the case of both parties shall come before God. The one whom God condemns shall pay double to his neighbor. If a man gives to his neighbor a donkey or an ox or a sheep or any beast to keep safe, and it dies or is injured or is driven away without anyone seeing it, An oath by the Lord shall be between them both to see whether or not he has put his hand to his neighbor's property. The owner shall accept the oath, and he shall not make restitution. But if it is stolen from him, he shall make restitution to its owner. If it is torn by beasts, let him bring it as evidence. He shall not make restitution for what has been torn. If a man borrows anything of his neighbor and it is injured or dies, the owner not being with it, he shall make full restitution. If the owner was with it, he shall not make restitution. If it was hired, it came for its hiring fee. If a man seduces a virgin who is not betrothed and lies with her, he shall give the bride price for her and make her his wife. If her father utterly refuses to give her to him, He shall pay money equal to the bride price for virgins. You shall not permit a sorceress to live. Whoever lies with an animal shall be put to death. Whoever sacrifices to any god other than the Lord alone shall be devoted to destruction. You shall not wrong a sojourner or oppress him, for you were sojourners in the land of Egypt. You shall not mistreat any widow or fatherless child, If you do mistreat them and they cry out to me, I will surely hear their cry, and my wrath will burn, and I will kill you with the sword, and your wives shall become widows and your children fatherless. If you lend money to any of my people with you who is poor, you shall not be like a moneylender to him, and you shall not exact interest from him. If ever you take your neighbor's cloak and pledge, You shall return it to him before the sun goes down, for that is his only covering, and it is his cloak for his body. In what else shall he sleep? 
And if he cries to me, I will hear, for I am compassionate. You shall not revile God, nor curse a leader of your people. You shall not delay to offer from the fullness of your harvest and from the outflow of your presses. The firstborn of your sons you shall give to me. You shall do the same with your oxen and with your sheep. Seven days it shall be with its mother. On the eighth day you shall give it to me. You shall be consecrated to me. Therefore you shall not eat any flesh that is torn by beasts in the field. You shall throw it to the dogs. Zacchaeus was a wee little man, but he practiced some big generosity when saved by Christ. Where did he get the idea of giving to the poor and restoring fourfold whatever he had defrauded taxpayers? He got it from Exodus 22, where thieves must not only pay back what they stole, but something extra as well. This additional amount not only constituted their punishment, but compensated the victim for their sense of being violated and for whatever inconvenience they suffered having been deprived of whatever was stolen. These laws of restitution continue through verse 17, amplifying and applying the eighth commandment, you shall not steal. Generally, if a thief is caught, he must pay back double. In some cases, conflicting claims were brought before a judge. So, for example, imagine you were going on a trip and entrusted your jewelry to a neighbor for safekeeping. Upon your return, he informs you that it was stolen from his house. A judge would have to decide if your neighbor is the real thief or if he's telling the truth. If he decides it's a lie, then your neighbor will have to pay you back double the value of that jewelry. Damages are also required in the case of premarital intercourse verses 16 and 17. A father received a bride price when giving a daughter in marriage, but if she had sexual relations outside of marriage, she was viewed as damaged goods. So the interests of the father are protected by this law. Restitution must be paid to him, not his daughter, even if the couple gets married. The point of all this is justice. Property damage must be handled with fairness to both parties. If you are responsible for accidental damage, then you must restore what is lost or broken. But there's no punishment. If you attempt a crime unsuccessfully, then punishment is required, but not restitution. But if your crime is deliberate and accomplished, there is both restitution and a punishment, equivalent to the intended harm. When Christ died, he suffered the punishment we deserved for our crimes against God. And he made restitution by crediting his own righteousness to our account. Having been redeemed at such a cost and having received such lavish grace, how can we not treat others accordingly? Is there a wrong you have committed that needs to be made right? Someone from the past whom you defrauded or mistreated? Like Zacchaeus, when he came to faith in Jesus, how can you now express the generous love and justice of God? Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com, and I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word.